Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hey Bethel Church, this is Drew Walsh. I'm excited to dive into Matthew 10 with you today. So get open your copy of God's Word. And as you do that, uh, I want to share another story uh, from my life. And uh, I know I shared last time, I'm going to do that again because it's it's fun. So uh, I Toward the beginning of this COVID summer, Becky and I decided to buy a boat. And let me tell you, boat ownership has been a wild ride. Truly never a dull moment. And one thing that we learned early on is that owning a boat, owning a boat does not make you a boater. It just makes you a boat owner. But becoming a knowledgeable, good boater, that is a process. First, we we educated ourselves by taking about 10 hours of official classes about safety, how to drive and operate the boat properly, general rules, upkeep, maintenance, all that kind of stuff. Eventually, we took and passed that test. We got our boater's license, but that still didn't make us boaters. It just meant that we knew some stuff. Then we we bought tools and toys, stuff to make boating fun and safe. Bumpers, bimini tops, skis, tubes, anchors, rope. The list seriously goes on and on and on. And somehow, in fact, somehow the list continues to grow as we figure out what we're doing. But after getting all the accessories, we now knew some stuff. We had some stuff but we still weren't active participating boaters yet. We were just really equipped boat owners. So next thing we got excited, but we were nervous about getting out on the water. So we pulled some of our other boat owning friends, you know, where, where's good low traffic launch sites? Who is willing to go out with us so we don't destroy our boat the first day out? Does anyone have a couple extra doses of Valium to calm our nerves? You know, stuff like that. Typical, typical first day things. Finally, we picked the day. We had some friends to guide us. We made our way out on the water. The first day was far from perfect. (laughs) In fact, it was kind of a disaster. The boat battery died. We were stranded for about a half an hour, five miles upriver on the snake. We, We nearly forgot to raise the trim of our outboard drive when loading up, which would have been disastrous. But we survived. We got out there. We made our first step towards transcending boat ownership into being actual boaters. That was three months ago. Now we go out nearly every weekend. It's a blast. We have fun. It's still not without its challenges, but that comes with the promise of boating. So what the heck does that have to do with Matthew 10? Well, Matthew 10 is all about discipleship, which is a lot like our recent boating experience I came to find out. And you're probably thinking, bruh, I go to Bethel. Discipleship is what we do. I know all about this stuff. And yes, no doubt, you probably do. But I wonder if the discipleship of Matthew 10 reflects the current discipleship model of the evangelical culture. You see, chapter 10 reinforces two values that are really hard to embrace. The first one is this. The call of discipleship is about obedience to go. In verse 5 through 7, it says, These twelve, Jesus, he sent them out after instructing them, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But notice this, the command to go is mentioned seven more times in various ways in this chapter alone. 
Just like boat ownership, discipleship is not simply learning, but it's application. Until you get the boat on the water, you are merely a boat owner and not an active boater. You may have the knowledge, you may have the tools, the toys, you may have the license that says disciple on it, but application in the real world, that is what makes you an active boater. As a disciple of Christ, we are called to an application of exercising the same call that Christ gave his disciples. We must apply the saving knowledge of our discipleship in the real world for the real world. Until this happens, we are disciples in word, but not yet deed. The second value that we see in this passage is that the expectation of disciples should be realistic. We learned early on, boating is not without its challenges. You may break down, you may be stranded, you may be weathered by the elements. We discovered very early that boat stands for bust out another thousand That's $1,000. And so far, that has proven to be true. It's expensive. Why? Because boating costs you constantly. There are things about this whole experience that you come to expect. They come with the territory of applied boating. My friend, if you're listening today, what has come with the territory of your applied discipleship? In Matthew 10, Christ promised relational tension, physical suffering, a lack of safety, discomfort, personally abandoning your rights for the good of others, and a lack of acceptance by the world. In fact, if you step up to the call of applied discipleship, you may even be hated by a good majority of those with whom you come in contact. There are high costs, high costs to you that are associated with your discipleship. They are high, and they may be quite uncomfortable. But the cost of not applying your discipleship into the waters of the world around you, those costs have a far greater price. So I pray that you will join me today. Join me tomorrow, the day after that, as I ask the Lord this, Jesus, where would you have my discipleship take me today? I know the possible costs. I know them and they are high. But Lord, they are worth it for your sake and for your cause. So expand my understanding of the call that you have placed on my life. Grant me the courage to apply the knowledge and the tools that you have given me. Holy Spirit, be to me my voice as I speak in your authority. And Father, reassure me of your caring, guiding presence as I love and serve in your name. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.